There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth Through Growth podcast. And this podcast episode, we're actually doing a video while we record this. So, of course, um, if you're taking me in here via the YouTube or video, I'm so glad to have you. And of course, if you're listening to me, I am so glad, as always, to have you here. And in today's episode, we're going to speak about burnout. Now, <laughs> COVID burnout is a real thing. Emotional burnout is a real thing. Burnout just on the whole is a real thing. And today I want to touch on that. But today specifically, I want us to look at emotional burnout. Now, what essentially is burnout? So I'm going to read for you the clinical definition of what burnout is. And it says it's a state of emotional and physical exhaustion. However, as it relates to emotional burnout, I'm going to give you a definition or a school of thought that I myself came up with. And I conclude that emotional burnout is as a result of constant self-betrayal. So emotional burnout is as a result of constant self-betrayal. And no part of that is fun. No part of that sounds good. And today I want to share with you some signs of emotional burnout for you to determine if you are actually experiencing burnout and how can you overcome that. So for perspective, there is a difference between stress and burnout. So from my understanding, stress is a feeling of um, overwhelm, of you know exhaustion in terms of there's too much, too much to do. There is too much to do, which means if you manage how much you have to do, then the overwhelm will reduce. On the flip side, burnout is this feeling of emptiness, being dried up. You have nothing to give. And I, unfortunately, or fortunately, you know, life doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. I believe that I experienced emotional burnout. And life is so crazy because you aren't even aware of when you are coming to this place until you've gotten to the place. And I think that had been my 
that has been my experience. I had been going and going and going. And then I came to this place where I started to sing a song of, I do not have anything left to give. I do not have anything left to give. I do not have anything left to give. And it started to properly negatively impact my relationships. It started to impact how I was showing up for my business. It started to impact how I would feel when I get up in the morning. And there was this constant feeling of no drive, no enthusiasm, and it became painful. It became painful and it became scary because I had no clue what I was experiencing. And so because I've been going through the fire, and I'm still here to some degree, I'm going to share with you what some of these symptoms look like. And I'm going to share with you what I have started to do in order to recover from this emotional burnout. All right. So for quite some time, um, I would hear myself say, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm, and it became a song. Now, of course, I started working out. I got into the gym. I started to eat better. I got on a lot of supplements. And for a great period of time, I noticed a shift in my energy. So I was like, yes, I'm powered up and I'm ready to go. And then life happened um, probably earlier in this year. Let's say about February, February, March. There had been a shift in my personal life and all was well and I was like okay cool no problem we're going we're going but these shifts that had taken place in my personal life began to ask more of me started to ask for things that I did not even realize that I was not able to give ready to give could have given and so self-betrayal became a thing and essentially self-betrayal is you know foregoing your needs foregoing your truths, foregoing your ignoring your intuition so that you could give everybody else what it is they need. And this is so this is such a vulnerable topic for me to share on because I preach trust in your intuition. I preach setting boundaries. I preach, I preach these things. And it's so crazy that in the time frame that I had been engaging in certain activities, I could not even see for myself the self-betrayal. I could not see for myself that there were boundaries that were being crossed. I could not have seen. All I knew was that the goal and the intention was to ensure that these other people around me, these other things that I were engaging in, was taken care of. And so me with the intention of being a better version of me, I'm like, okay, let's see now, you know, what you were doing before did not work in the past. So now we're going to change it. And in the changing, clearly, I went on a complete extreme. There was no middle. There was no middle ground in terms of how I would show up in these situations and these relationships and, you know, in terms of whatever it is I was doing. So months went by. And suddenly things just started to get more and more painful. My tiredness, so I'm taking the supplements, I'm stronger in the gym, I'm eating cleaner and better than I was before. Yet the tiredness was crazy. I noticed that the energy that I needed to have for my daughter wasn't there. I noticed that I started to feel emotionally disconnected. Things, things that lit me up no longer lit me up. I began to become very withdrawn, withdrawn from the things that made me super happy 
And I just did not feel good. And I started to say, oh, my God, shit, like, am I depressed? Like, when I look around, I'm not seeing anything for me to be depressed about. Life was good. Business was getting better. I'm learning. I'm thriving. Well, at least it seems so on a physical space or when people look in. But I started to feel as though my mental health was being compromised. And that is a very hard place to be, especially if I am in the space of supporting other people. Right. So here are some symptoms for you to look at, think about, evaluate in your life and see if you are experiencing any of this. So I have them written down. So if you see my head going up and down, and it's because I have them written down. And of course, if you're listening to this podcast, well, of course, <laughs> that was no use telling you. So physical symptoms, of course, you always tired, sis. You're always tired, no matter how much sleep you get. If you get a good night rest, if you don't get a good night rest, you just get up feeling as though a big truck ran over you. And I experienced that in more ways than one. Secondly, easily irritated. So things would trigger me. Um, now, side note, because I've been working on my emotional regulation, because I've been working on ways to manage my emotions in my trigger, I would not stay there for very long, but I was still aware that I would have been easily irritated and triggered for things that don't usually trigger me or irritate me, right? But I was, the good news is, is that I would not have stayed there for so long. Secondly, headaches, you know, appetite changes, you know, fluctuation in your weight, um, you know, just physical things that indicate you're not okay physical things and they would just happen out of the blue sky so there's no good reason no proper explanation for why i have a headache no proper explanation for why you know that i have all these digestive issues suddenly and these things are things usually that you would experience um if you have not been somebody to experience it often you know that when you do experience it you notice and you're like why do i feel like this and i asked myself that question many times for the last couple of months why do i feel like this when i know that i'm okay at least physically right physically i know that i am okay um another one that was a big one and this one was a hard pill for me to swallow and that was my reduced performance Reduced performance in the things that I've done, the things that I try to do in terms of my business, in terms of the activities that I was engaging in, everything started to seem very watered down. So anything that I would produce, and of course, if you're looking in, you might not believe that, you might not see that, you might not feel that. But if you are that intuitive, you may have noticed um, it just didn't, it just didn't have that Latina-ness in it to, to a lot of the things that I was doing because i just did not have just did not have that emotional that that drive that motivation that intrinsic feeling to just get the things that i had to get done and so a lot of what i was doing started to just be done out of pure autopilot like okay there's something that we have to do not because i i wanted to do it not because i was enjoying what i was doing and that shit is scary that shit is next level scary because then you go down the road of is something wrong with me? Um, is this something that I even want to do still? So you start to ask yourself some really disempowering questions and it becomes scary. It becomes painful. And then your perfectionist mind will probably get all caught up in a situation as well. And it just becomes a whole big emotional roller coaster and it just does not 
feel good. It just does not, does not make you feel motivated and driven to go anywhere. So easily distracted. Like there was, I would start something, do something else. Start like, you know, if we have ADHD tendencies and this is no, um, this is no bash or no shade to anybody who has ADHD, but I know I don't have ADHD, but I started to feel as though I had ADHD because I would be, my focus was very, you know, all over the place. And it was very hard for me to just stay present in whatever it is I was doing. Um, and everything felt like a task. Every single thing that I had to do just felt like a task. It just felt long. It just felt painful. It just felt like why I had to. And then this brings me now to the emotional part of things. Emotionally, guys, like I want to get emotional saying it. Emotionally, I started to feel as though I had nothing left to give. So if you are in a situation, you're in a space, you're in your job, you're in your business, you're a parent, you're a partner. And when you look at yourself, when you sit with yourself, you could pull that string of words together that says, I feel as though I have nothing left to give. I think that is the most like the most obvious pertinent the the aha light bulb moment that means your ass is burnt out you are emotionally burnt out and i began to sing that song like it was a soca song and it's stuck in your brain all i would say all i would affirm do not have anything left to give and this is not from the angle of oh latina you need to speak positively no shit this happened with me speaking positive this was me expressing how i felt and of course the people around me one can't understand two what you mean you have nothing left to give three people in you know they look at somebody in the helping profession and don't realize that persons in the helping profession also need help healers need healing hello right and we are not an island and we can't do things on our own so in me expressing i'm not okay i don't have anything left to give gratefully i have people around me who love me and who care for me so they would have tried ways to um support me you know try they try ways to support me my daughter they would try ways to support me by doing you know acts of service you know try by sending gifts they would they tried they tried but when it comes to this emotional burnout type of shit, nothing works. Nothing seems to work because you actually begin to feel empty. You suddenly start to feel a huge emotional disconnection to things that usually made you feel connected. People and things and situations and activities just don't feel a way or the way that you know it's supposed to or you know or you're used to you know and it's man it wasn't cool and it's not cool so i'm saying to you if you are experiencing feelings of no energy for the people that you love that like you feel drawn you feel drained you feel tired you watch your children you watch your partner you look at your business and you're just like, shit, like I don't, ha I, I don't have the energy. And of course, out of automatic response, out of knowing what you should do, you know, you power through, you power through, you power through. And of course, in that power through, 
situation, you find yourself doing things in a real half-ass type of way because your ass is tired, right? Because you are you're exhausted, right? So you would find yourself having no energy for the people that you love. Suddenly, there's this numbness, this disconnection, this, you know, no real or no obvious emotional response when things are happening in your life, good and not so good. It's almost type of numb in this weird way. Um, You feel disconnected from your body. And my philosophy is, if you feel disconnected from your body, then you're ultimately feeling disconnected from God. To feel disconnected from God is to be disconnected from your body. To feel disconnected from your body is to feel disconnected from God. And when you do not feel connected to something bigger than you, when you do not feel connected to source, when you do not feel bigger, feel connected to Jesus or to God or to whomever you resonate with, when you do not feel connected to something bigger than you, you start to feel lost. You start to feel as though you cannot trust your gut. You cannot trust your intuition. You cannot trust the things that and the situations that you're put in and trust your decisions. And that is not fun. That is painful. And honestly, when I started to realize that I started to feel disconnected, like I no, no amount of breath work. So I would do a breath work session. I would engage in those type of things. And to be honest, let me not say no amount of that. Those tools that I use, I think is what supported me to not just go completely batshit crazy. Those tools, I think, allowed me to power through even as I was depleting. You know, like those tools helped in a big way. Using foundational things like gratitude, practices of gratitude and affirmations and really going back to the basis and basics and using breath work and EFT and those type of tools, they started, they supported me and I did not even realize the depths of the burnout until I started to realize those things weren't as, weren't feeling as effective as they used to. So I'm going to give it credit that it allowed me to stay afloat. It allowed me to stay afloat, but I started to feel as though I was hitting this block, this big wall. And when that disconnection started to become more and more potent, and when I started to sing the line of, I don't have energy, I don't have energy, I don't have energy for this. This meaning anybody in my life, my child, my relationships, my family. When I started to realize that, then I knew some shit was not okay and I was not okay. So, If you feel any of those things, especially you feel that phrase of I don't have energy for, then there's a huge possibility that you are experiencing emotional burnout. And you will then find yourself starting to question, am I depressed? Emotional burnout could lead to depression. Emotional burnout can lead to depression. Depression is not a beautiful place to be. And if you are there and if you are struggling, I see you and I, and I feel you and I understand. And this is where getting support is necessary. This is where getting support is necessary. Emotional burnout also as, as a result of those constant little self-betrayals. And I use little loosely, but self-betrayal consistently. You are foregoing your values You are putting everything and everybody else in front of you. You are doing things not from an aligned place, but out of fear. You are doing things out of 
what you could get, what you could receive. You are doing things from a space of scarcity. You are doing space from, you are doing things and engaging in things that are not authentic to who you are. You are doing things for the sake of validation and approval. You are doing things from following everything in your head and not listening to your heart space. And if you consistently self-betray, then there is going to be a result of self-deception, which is you convincing yourself that the decisions and the things that you are doing make sense. So you have to convince yourself. There's a difference between this gentle knowing about what it is you have to do, so you are doing it regardless. So there's no convincing versus doing things where you know that there's this gentle nudge, there's this inclination, there's this subtle knowing that that shit that you're doing is not okay. It's not the best for you, but you're doing it anyways out of belief or convincing yourself, sorry, that what you're doing makes sense. And what you're doing is what you have to do, where there's this knowing that that is not the case. And if you constantly self-betray, then you suddenly break your trust, your self-trust. And to break your self-trust is to not be able to trust your intuition. And to not be able to trust your intuition is to not trust God. And to not trust God is to feel disconnected from everything that is bigger and more powerful from you. And to feel disconnected from anything that is bigger and more powerful from you is to then create feelings of self-doubt and unworthiness and not being enough and not feeling as though you are capable of doing difficult things. And you see that it is a completely painful loop. It's a painful space to be in because especially when you know better. And I just want to share with you with the most love, and this is also a message to myself. Sometimes, if not all the time, we usually have to go through, you and I have to go through some shit shows, some storms, some lows, some things for us to remember who the F we are. So whatever it is you are going through right now, it is a situation for you to remember who the F you are. And I'm telling you, self-betrayal is never the answer. Self-betrayal is never the answer. Self-betrayal is never the answer. It leads to things and feelings and experiences that you find very, very hard to navigate, very, very hard to get out of. Burnout is real. This COVID burnout is real. Emotional burnout is real. There's a difference between stress and burnout. Stress is from overwhelm, you know, too much stress. So too much stress, you need to find ways to manage that. Burnout is a space of not having enough, not having enough to give anybody, not having enough to do anything. And if you feel as though you have gotten to a space where you're just like, I don't have anything left in me. Now, this is your time for you to pause. This is your time for you to pause. I'm telling you, you're going to be okay. I promise you, you're going to be okay. You've not come this far to only come this far. You're not looking at this podcast or listening to this podcast just because you have nothing better to do. It was a reason you were brought to this episode today. And whatever that reason is, I just want you to acknowledge that. You don't have to know the reason, but the fact that you're here listening, it's because there is a message in here for you. The things that you can do to allow yourself to recover, because I always say that this is a permission game. So you need to give yourself permission. First off, 
watch yourself in the mirror, acknowledge the situation that you're in and accept your responsibility in terms of where you have gotten. And that might be a hard pill to swallow because oftentimes, oftentimes, you know, we don't want to say like, shit, this was me. This is my responsibility. Like I, like I got myself here, but as the first place, acknowledging that the second thing is when you acknowledge it, grieve, cry, be upset, be frustrated, be sad, be all the feelings that you feel and experience all the feelings that you experience, especially if you feel as though, how could I get myself here if I know better? And I'm sharing, of course, with you what I myself had to do. I had to watch myself and I'm like, how did I get here? And I had to feel the feelings in terms of that. And so I'm telling you, you notice, take a reality check, pay attention to your situation, acknowledge the responsibility that you played in this outcome here. Forgive yourself for this. Forgive yourself for allowing this to happen. Then, and this is where the hard part comes in, or the harder part comes in, deciding to say deuces and no's, big no's for the things, for the situations, for the people, for all the things that you had been saying yes to and you really wanted to say no to. And that, of course, is also going to bring up some more inner work to do because a lot of that self-betrayal, trauma response type thing are rooted in fear, right? Rooted in that fear of a rejection, rooted in that fear of not being seen, not being loved, not getting any validation, rooted in trying to please other people so that you could feel better about yourself, rooted in so many things that would just, that just requires you to lean in some more, to explore some more, to pay attention to where those things came from and acknowledge it and thank it and forgive it and say, okay, this is this is, this is what it is. This is where this came from. This is why I'm doing or had been doing what it is I'm doing. And then after you do that and you say deuces to these things and situations and people that then bring up these emotions for you, you get to choose. It always comes down to a decision. You get to choose how you are going to move forward. Your values, the things that matter the most to you, your purpose, emotions, the reason why you are up doing what it is you are doing gets to be your cornerstone. It gets to be. And oftentimes, the things that you would have been doing that resulted in your emotional burnout would have been things that go against your value system, that goes against your purpose, emotions. Or if they don't go against it, they will usually, those of your values were placed down at the bottom. Pay attention to those. Get super clear on what your purpose, emotions, your value system, your value system is, and then start making decisions and action plans that are going to allow you to experience the fullness of that day by day. So if you value creativity, yet for the last 10 months, you've not done anything that gave you a creative outlet, then now moving forward, you're going to choose to find little ways, little, and I always say little, small ways that you could begin to implement creative outlets for you for the day. That's, that's a big one. Reparenting. This entire process is going to take reparenting, and that means giving yourself what you need. 
if that is rest, if that is setting personal boundaries, if that is eating cleaner, if that is exercise, if that if it, if it's those things, then you're going to have to start doing it because at the end of the day, no matter what mental or emotional rut that you are in, we, you and I, are the ones who have to do the work. And lastly, get support. Get help. Get support. We are not designed to do this shit by ourselves. The goal, however, is to be able to do it on your own. So you want to know how to regulate those emotions on your own. You want to know how to self-heal when you're going through a challenge on your own. You want to know how to, to be able to navigate day by day because the paradox in life is ain't nobody here to save you. So while you are not meant to do this alone, you also need to acknowledge that nobody's coming to save you. And that's a very interesting paradox. While you are struggling and having a hard time, you are meant to get help. Get somebody to co-regulate with a, a therapist, a coach, a valued, good intention, friend, family member who you feel super safe with. So you need that space for co-regulation. And it is in co-regulating in that relationship that you will then start to feel empowered and learn how to co-regulate, how to regulate for yourself and become somebody who could do the work for yourself, by yourself. But of course, the intention then is to create a ripple effect, right? For you to be that person to support somebody else. And so it goes, right? That's how we spread the love. That's how we spread the healing. That's how we, we raise the consciousness as a society and as a world, right? So it's a paradox, but get help. You are not meant to do this alone. And if you feel as though you're struggling, if you feel you have gotten to that space of burnout, well, as a business owner specifically, and I'm speaking specifically to my business owners, one of the biggest fears might be saying, no, I'm not doing anymore. No, I need to stop. No, I need to take a break. And our monkey brain goes into this overdrive of we need to do more, we need to push more, we need to go, we need to do, we need to go. Because, you know, we're studying, if I don't do this, then how am I going to get paid? And we know how that struggle goes, but nothing compares to you making money and don't have the energy to do anything more with it. There's that, that is a next level type of pain. You know, it's like being rich, but you're not healthy. So you can't enjoy the luxuries of being rich. Your emotional health is actually your mental health. So if you are not feeling well emotionally, it is going to impact your mental health. Your mental health is important. It is critical. Your emotional health is mandatory so that you can navigate through the day, you can navigate through life for you to be able to build your resilience and cope and impact and thrive and strive and do all the things. If your emotional health is being compromised, it's things are going to be a lot harder than it already is. Life is already hard, guys. We don't need it to be harder because we are consistently betraying ourselves. All right. So this brings us to the end of this podcast episode or blogcast because it's a video as well. I am so, so, so glad that I get to share this with you. Do let me know if anything um, resonated with you. Have you experienced emotional burnout as yet? Let me know. Share this with a friend. Leave a review. I always, always, always love connecting with you guys. And I cannot wait to speak with you. 
again. Love you so much. Bye-bye.